You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to let you know that I've just launched a course called Millions Online because I get an overwhelming amount of people asking me each and every day, Joel, how do you get to live this freedom lifestyle? Uh, How do you get to interview some of the most influential people in your industry? Uh, How do you drive millions in traffic? And how do you have millions of followers? And so I have created this course around how I did it, and also the tools that I've used to really build this business into a multi-million dollar online brand and company. So because you are an A2S podcast listener right now, I'm giving you a 62% discount. If you jump in today and take the action and get onto this course, it's just a quick course that you could knock out and it's super high value and it is my gift to you to really get it at this discounted rate. So head over to mindstrongalliance.com slash millions dash online and get into the millions online course today. All right, now let's get into this interview. Welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm here today with the 14-year-old, nearly 15-year-old, <laughs> absolute amazing speaker, coach, author, and all-around amazing human being, Caleb Maddox. Caleb, welcome what to up? the Addicted to Success Thank podcast, you. brother. This is awesome. I mean, I've, I've watched the Addicted to Success podcast like for hours on road trips before, so I absolutely love it and uh, glad to be on. Love it, mate. Love it. Look, we just got off the stage together last night, and you know, I love the speech that you delivered. Uh, you were, you took away a few things from mine. Let's talk about the energy in the room and how do you bring the energy to audiences and to your followers? Like, what is the key thing? Because you, when you step up in front of the camera when you're on stage, you're just lit. What do you think that is? You know, I think somewhat natural. Like, you know, because I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm obviously like a performer. Like, that's kind of like I love capturing the stage and learning and you know I've studied a bunch of different speakers but I think it comes back to really two things uh it's really just enthusiasm and certainty so I'm like I'm just extremely enthusiastic whenever I step up on stage I know that if I'm kind of quiet and like this like I'm I'm not going to control the crowd as well and I'm not going to feel as well to present but if I'm very enthusiastic and I'm like yeah let's do this like it's going to be way better and certainty like I understand even though I'm 14 like I have something to say there's a reason I'm up on that stage and I'm not going to act like I'm, you know, just less than everyone because of my age. Like, I'm going to present even if people in the audience are thinking this kid's only 14. So, it comes back to enthusiasm and certainty. Awesome. Awesome, brother. One thing that I really loved uh, that you, you shared last night on stage was that when you were younger, your dad would pay you to read books. How did that work? So, you know, one day I actually went to... Uh, I went to, over to a friend's house like every kid does, right? I was like eight years old at the time, seven or eight years old. And I remember uh, my, I remember like my friend's mom walks up and hands him a $20 bill and says, here's your month's allowance. Uh-huh. And I was like, so what's what's an allowance? Like, I, cause I love money. Like ever since I was younger, I was always trying to sell stuff. Like I would draw on erasers <laughs> and sell them in school. You know, I, I did crazy stuff. And so I asked him and it's like, how'd you get that? He said, well, I did chores for the last month and I got an allowance. Yeah. So what's the first thing I do whenever my dad picked me up? I said, dad, I want to do chores and I want to get an allowance. And he thought about it for a second because obviously, you know, it's a known thing like chores and all that stuff. And uh, he said, you know what? No, I'm not going to pay you to do chores. He says, 
that's just what we're gonna do as a family. I don't want you to think that you should get rewarded for taking out the trash or for doing the dishes or for any of that stuff. And he said, so what I will do though is I'll pay you for, I'll pay you $20 for every single book that you read and write up a little report on. And he told me this, and I remember like, man, this is amazing. So what he had me do is he said, Caleb, listen, you're gonna get paid for what you read whenever you're older anyway, older anyways. And I just started reading. I was writing reports and I was like, just reading and reading and reading and reading. Cause I knew that it would give me money. And even long-term it's got me money. It's what's helped me make hundreds of thousands of dollars as a 14 year old is the knowledge that I've obtained from these books. Because the key to success, K-E-Y, is to keep educating yourself. Yes, wow, 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 wow. We share that as a common interest, man. You know, with Addicted to Success, it's always about learning and applying and expanding, right? So what do you feel it really is that, that at the end of the day, you know, you have a lot of people that read these books. What does it take for them to take the action, to build the business, to, to go out and raise money for charities, to uh, get up on stage and speak? What is it that they can start really dialing into in their life to be able to to get to that next level to actually be somebody of service in this world i mean you know that's I, i've gotten that question pretty often and it's a really difficult one to answer because it's kind of like yeah. asking like how do you like breathe and then breathe like it's a, you know because action you just take action like you just do it right yeah. so you read a book and it says a principle you literally sit down and say how can i implement this like what i do yeah. is every single thing that I go, ooh, like in a book, I immediately say, okay, how can I implement this? Because that ooh isn't gonna do anything for me. do the ooh. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do the ooh, right? I like that, that's good, that's good. But I think it's just a matter of taking action and you know, getting out there and, and implementing it, setting it up in your life. When are you gonna do this? How can this be applied to your life? You know, thinking about it, putting it in, and, uh, and really just doing it. Yeah, I love that, mate, I love that. Thanks so much for sharing. What do, you, uh, what do you feel is some great advice that you could uh, share with any young entrepreneurs that may be a little bit stuck, maybe they have that thing of like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not old enough yet, I'm not quite there, because I'm sure you've had that, right? Oh yeah. And this is the thing too, if you're listening right now, if you haven't had a chance to meet Caleb, when you talk with him, you don't feel like he's a 14 year old. <laughs> like you, honestly, man, you have like an old soul, you're very wise for your age, Thank uh, you. you're very mature, you're very emotionally intelligent, you're very open-minded, which I, I feel like, I'm just trying to think of what I was doing when I was 14, I think I was, Playing basketball, rapping, and trying to chase girls in a in the schoolyard like that was that was, <laughs> he was my the thing. Rapper, Joe Brown, the rapper. <laughs> I like to see that. Yeah, I tried to rap anyway. <laughs> so, so what is it, man? What do you? What advice would you have for anyone that's young that like is really inspired to do? I guess you know to to get up in, into a space that you're in and to build a business. I mean, it's not easy to build a business for anybody, no matter what age you're at. Like, what advice would you share for somebody that's young that's that's hungry to make something of themselves? I mean, I think, you know, we could do an entire interview on just this subject alone. I mean, you could go back and forth, but, yes. you know, I'll, I'll simplify the answer for you because, you know, there's really three things that I sat down one day and I was wondering, you know, I'm telling all these keys to success, but what was the three, th like, keys to my success? And I figured out there was three things, and these are the three things that I would tell every single young entrepreneur to do. Number one is learn, number two is earn, and number three is return. Like, mm -hmm. those are the three things right there. And whenever I say learn, that means, listen, that's like Warren Buffett. He reads like four to six hours a day and I've done, I've watched all of his interviews on it and it's crazy. But he literally like attributes his entire success to that and he's worth $64 billion, right? So like there's just, there's something that follows learning. Like the, the lessons that you learn. And it's so important for young entrepreneurs because a lot of times we'll end up being 80 years old and living something 
that if we just would have read one book our entire life could have just we just wouldn't have taken that action our life would be way better and way different right yes and we learn from experience but it doesn't have to be our own it can be the experience of other people so learning is huge start reading start watching stuff start watching joel brown start watching all these guys like learn from them number two would be earn you know they say the average millionaire uh had was making money before the age of 12 years old like they were doing something and I've always been trying to make money. Like I've always been trying to do it. Like I used to pay this kid in my class who was the best like artist and he could draw really good pictures of people and I'll have him pay, uh, draw pictures of kids in my class and I would go sell it to him for $20. I would give him five and I would take 15. Right? <laughs> so like I've always been trying to do that. Awesome. So I would recommend get out there and earn it. If you don't know what to do, like do something, yeah. start selling something, start, you know, you don't have, oh, I don't have a product, Caleb. You have a product, like just, you can sell anything. It, mm. How can you provide value and do that? And number three is return, give back. Uh, something that a lot of people don't know about me is I've been on over 53 missions trips, you know, since I was about eight years old. And I literally attribute, literally my entire success to that right there. Yeah. It's like when nothing's going good, do something good for somebody else. The key, it's like Tony Robbins, the key to living is giving, right? And you have to give, you have to give back. Make money, cool, you're gonna be unhappy. But if you can give that money away, it's way better. I've made $10,000 sales on the phone, but it's way better to give away a $100 bill to a single mother and give back to a fatherless kid or yeah. something of that nature. Yeah, yeah, I love that, mate. And the thing is, well, like when you give, you understand that you have some value to offer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people live in that scarcity mindset of I can't break off a piece of the pie because I need this for myself. But when you realize that it's a practice, abundance is practice like you have to give money away and be in the confidence that you're going to make more of it Mm -hmm. and you can also build your business to a higher level like i practice it sometimes it gets a little bit uncomfortable i do two things i i give money away more than i think i probably should give it's like okay i'll give away a thousand for this right the initial thought is a thousand but i'll go you know what i'm going to give away 1500 And sometimes it's like around tax time or it's like when a number of bills are coming out, we've just made an investment or brought somebody onto the business. And I'm like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. But I have faith that I'm gonna make even more because that becomes then my driver to make more. And so that's why I can continue to service because I practice that. Uh, And I think the other thing too is that at the end of the day, we don't take the money with us. And so it's what you do with it. And, you know, Grant Cardone is a good friend of yours, a good friend of mine. And he said on one of the interviews that I uh, I did with him recently, he's like, man, money is my slave. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, money's my slave. I get money to work for me. He's like, money's not meant to be like saved. He's like, it's it's your slave. You got to put it to work. He's like, when I run out and it doesn't work. I like it. When it ain't working, you got it. (laughs) Yeah, he's like that. But yeah, he's like, yeah, just put it to work uh, and let it build your business for you. And he's like, sometimes it's not going to work. You just get some more slaves. (laughs) And that's what I love about that. You know, that's one thing that I like about you, though, is, you know, how much you are giving. You know, I see even the Pencils of Promise stuff and, you know, all the work you're doing. And I literally have more respect for you than than a billionaire who doesn't give like 110 percent because that's that's what it's really about. I mean, you're going to leave. And your impact's more important than your income, you know, plain and simple. Yes. And I heard an interesting uh, theory of someone said, your net worth is how much you've given, not how much you've earned, wow. right? Yeah, I so it's like, it. oh, I, I'm worth a million dollars. Okay, how much have you given? I've given away, you know, a thousand. So you're worth a thousand dollars. Like that's your worth. So. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to uh, Javon Langford who was speaking yeah, yeah. Uh, on, at the event with us too. And he said that he heard somebody recently was like promoting something saying that like, 
oh, I made this much. It was like $100,000, but really they didn't make it. They saved it on something because they got certain deals, but Ooh. they portrayed it as if they made it. And so in our industry, we have a lot of fakes and phonies that can come oh, yeah. about in every industry, not just like the self-development space. But what have you? What do you kind of see that goes on in the space that you're very conscious of, and you make sure you're that you're not running that route? And you don't have to name any names, but I know, mm-hmm. you know, with your young eyes, what have you picked up on where you're like, you know what? I see that happening, but I'm going to do it better because I feel like every uh, generation that goes by can learn and can improve, and we can just keep uh, tweaking and refining it in the industry. What do you feel that you could really do to really? build this industry up to an even better level that that it's you know not at at the moment yeah yeah I, I mean i see a lot of as far as our industry you know with the speaking and motivation and that stuff i think there's a lot of fluffers like plain and simple like literally i will watch someone speak and they'll literally come after up to me afterwards and say was that okay and i'm like <laughs> hold up wait a second you're gonna go speak and try to impact people then you're gonna come ask me like were they impressed by it was they good oh, like wow. that's not the mindset you need to have right it's all about the impact that you're making yeah. that's especially what i respect about you you really are in it for the impact and i think what i'm personally trying to do is just bring the realness and i think you know seeing it from a 14 year old's also maybe uh different for a lot of adults even younger people in this movement because it makes them realize like man, like, you know, I got to, like, think that way. Like, even the, you know, the kind of the, I need to have the child's mindset, right, type of thing. So I think there's that. And then also, I think there's a lot of successful, unsuccessful people, mm. like 100%. Like, I've met people that I know is worth $100 million who I share the stage with, and I'm like, they're one of the most unhappy people I've ever met, one of the most rude, unpositive people I've ever met. And I sit there and I think to myself, they've never spent time with their family, never done this and this, like, they're not really successful. Yeah. Like, why do I look up to them, right? I'll learn from them in business. I'll learn from them in success. But as far as actual success, it comes down to it comes down to four areas: physical, financial, relational, and spiritual. Yes. It's not yes. financial. It's not physical. It's not relational. It's not spiritual. It's all of them together. And the people who have those four, those are the ones who's truly successful. And that's really the message I'm trying to give: is showing that hey, you can work your face off. And then also have time to be with your dad and you know how I do that and do this stuff and giving back. So yeah. that's the number one thing that I'm uh, trying to give to this movement is kind of that, that freshness, that newness. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's music to my ears, man. Because you're starting at a young age and if you're already setting that as a tone, this is going to inspire so many young people to start on a good foot. So I'm mm-hmm. proud of you, brother. I really Thank am. you. I, really I appreciate am. it. So you've talked a lot about giving, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, it's exactly what everybody needs to hear. What are you most proud of? What are a few achievements that you've achieved? And I know it's hard for us to kind of share the achievements because yeah, it's so yeah, much about really. service. But what are a few things that you, and I, I say this because I want people to hear this and go, oh, wow, that's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, for the, for the 14-year-old kids or the 12 or 10 or even like six or seven-year-olds that may have an opportunity to listen to this or anyone is listening to this that wants to play this for their kids or the teenagers, well, like, what are some things you've been able to achieve? And, and like, I guess, like, what are a few things you've actually learned uh, along the way so that they, they can grab it and then go and achieve that for themselves too? Yeah, yeah. You know, as far as accomplishments, I, I mean, I, I'll go back, you know, I already said it, but I think the 53 mission trip is something that uh, I feel really proud that I was able to go on. Um, you know, I think literally probably my biggest accomplishments in my book is every single person who's messaged me and said that their life is better and has messaged me and said that they didn't commit suicide or that they lost weight or that they did this because of me. Like that's what it comes down to. I've had days where I'm like, I do not feel like posting a video. Like my friends right now are out fishing, they're out bowling, they're out playing sports, out doing this stuff. Like I do not feel like working, but then I literally like have screenshotted some of my, uh, 
my message that I've gotten, I'll just go back that's through right. and like look at it. I saw that last night. Your friend says something about like, hey, look what I just caught. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, stop working. And then you were making sales calls, right? Mm-hmm. You're about to give up. And then you, you, you were like, no, nah, I'm going to hang in here. You did. And then you, you had a, you know, a sale come through and it was mm-hmm. a, a great day. So yeah, that, that's it, man. It's, it's a tenacity, right? It's like knowing that you have a vision that is going to pull you into something that's greater because you know we have fun. And this is the thing. I see that you have fun. I remember talking with Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins said the day that you stop having fun is the day that you lose it all, Mm. right? You need to have fun in everything you're doing. And one of the things that I believe too is like, once you get to the place of, uh, I guess, of getting your your purpose down pat, you're like, okay, this is my purpose, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you work at it every day, consistent. You can start designing your life in a way that serves you and that serves others. And what's cool that I see you doing is you get up, you joke on stage. You like yeah, told yeah. the whole crowd last night. You're like, hey, so I'm going to talk about relationships. and Yeah, I got okay. up and I'm like, today I'm going to be talking about how to have an amazing, long-lasting marriage. And everyone chuckles. And I kind of go into it. And I'm like, guys, I'm just kidding. I'm not talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that you can poke fun and like have a laugh about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it's great. about, right? I mean, people are always like, you got to be intense. I agree. Be intense, but don't be tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like seriously, like be intense. I have a goal. I have a mission. I can't, you know, go out and do this and this. I have to make sacrifices. But while you're doing it, have fun. Like people are like, aren't you missing out on your childhood? I'm like, no way. Like I was in London. <laughs> I was in Australia. I'm hanging out with the best people on the planet. I'm with Joel Brown. I got my best <laughs> friend right there. My dad. Like you know, that's that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely right. It's experiences, right? They're the things you remember. It's living in those moments and mm-hmm. and growing as a as a person too, so you can become more and give more. So you have a pretty big following on social media, man. I had a look, and it's just it's climbing at a very rapid pace. Thank and you. I know why, but could you share with the listeners why you feel that you're able to to garner such a huge following very quickly, and also a lot of views on your videos? You know, I think it's uh, it's really like three things. Content, consistency, and connecting. Like, mm. that's what it really comes down to. Those are like the three C's right there. Um, you know, I obviously don't have as big of a following as you by any means. I mean, you're, you're absolutely killing it. But how I've kind of gotten the following I have, it comes down to that. You know, it's the content. You know, my videos, they're pretty much like the motivational videos I post, they're motivational. The ones for young entrepreneurs, they have some, they have like a lot of practical value. You know, my interviews, I try to give as much value as possible. That's what I really mean by content. You know, you'll never have a million dollar income providing hundred dollar value. So I've really focused on providing value. I really focus on how can I change this person's life now? How can I look good? You know, how can I do this? So I think it comes down to content. I mean, if you don't have a good, if you want to be a health coach, but then you can't help people lose weight, you're not going to blow up on social media, plain and simple. So there's that. And then the the consistency. I mean, I've literally been posting since I was eight years old and then like consistently for about two to three years. And it finally blew up about a year and a half ago. So it finally started to work for me. So that's just the consistency right there. And it, you have to stay consistent. You know this more than anything. You've been like, what? How many years have you been doing addicted to success? Dude, nearly six years. Like six yeah. years. That's that's just unbelievable, right? And th- there's yeah. the consistency, but it pays off. And the connecting. Literally the first 100 people who followed me, I messaged every single one of them and said, thank you so much for following me. This is whenever I was eight years old and like every single one of those people still follow me to this day. Yeah. And that just shows you that that's connecting important. is what's powerful. Yeah. They feel like they have a relationship with you. That's what's powerful. It's not, oh, Caleb's amazing. It's like, oh, Caleb's my friend. Like, you know, we have this and that's the key to building a movement. So I would say it comes down to uh, to those three things. Yeah, love that, love that, love that. I believe in that true. Uh, it's, it's like, 
the depth is more important, right, than the actual width itself. Oh, yeah. I think Gary Vaynerchuk says that. And like, it's, it's your tribe, man. At the end of the day, they're your customers, right? You look after them, right? This is the thing that I tell a lot of people because I, I do a lot of coaching in the, uh, you know, the online strategy space. I teach mm-hmm. a lot of people about how to build their uh, influence and, and their following. Which, by the way, can I just business. say something real quick? He has such good content. Like, I'm serious. I heard his speech yesterday, and, like, I'm super tempted to join the circle of influence. Like, it's so practical and so real. Me and Ryan were screenshotting. Ryan's my best friend. Me and him were screenshotting every single slide. Like, oh, this is so good. Like, it was gold. So, just got to throw that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's giving people strategies they can walk away with and not just, like, the talk, right? It's the Mm -hmm. emotional experience, what they feel, and also the strategy and the steps, right? Uh, This is what I tell a lot of people in my circle of influence is that, you know, the, your social media followers, you have a million social media followers, doesn't mean you have a million dollars, mm. right? It's the hundred or the thousand or the 10,000 people that are loyal, that are ready to go. Okay. And they go in on that and you give them massive value for an exchange of money. That's just like, that's how our world works, right? And so, so many people are focusing on the followers, the followers. I got friends with 2 million, 3 million, 5 million follower count. They are like next to broke. Hey, they really yeah, are. Yeah. And it's like, so what are you doing for? It's like, oh, they want significance. And I always ask, uh, what do you want beyond that? I have people that say, hey, Joel, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to get a thousand likes on my pictures. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? I ask them why. And then they tell me, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have a hundred likes on one picture and have 50 people buy my book or join my course or go to my event that I can actually meet them in the physical and connect with and them. Impact them a deeper level. Yeah. So I think there's a, like a conversation needs to be changed in the online yeah. space as to like what is more important. It's like what That's comes powerful. after the likes? What, what's after that, right? I love that. I think... Way too many people fo- focus on the followers rather than the following. Like yes. they like, oh, I have ten thousand followers. How many of those people like would die for you? Like how many of those people love you? How many of those people are watching your stuff every single day? Are those like hungry, buying, ready to buy whatever you put out there, ready to go to every event, ready to Snapchat you, all this stuff? Who are those people? And that's what really matters. Like people say, mm. I define my life on how many people show up to my funeral. I don't define my life how many people show up to my funeral. I define my life how many people cry at my funeral. Because wow. people are going to show up to your funeral. Like, it's going to happen. That They're going to eat. Then they're going to have fun. But who's moved to tears by your life? That's what really matters. And that's the depth rather than width that you were talking about. Yes. yes so I absolutely yes. love that. Amen. Amen to that. So, Caleb, you have been able to acquire hundreds of thousands of dollars at the age of 14 years old. You're probably making money even before 14, like 13, <laughs> 12, right? Could you lay out, maybe like, I know that you said that you believe in the law of attraction, uh, and I do too, and law of intention, law of action, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, I think that's even more appropriate. But if you could really break down, think about like how you made the money, maybe some of the processes, maybe some things where like you were trying to make it in a certain way, but then you realize you had a breakthrough moment, you're like, oh, we were doing this wrong, we can do it even better now. What are maybe like three keys uh, of, or three laws of attraction principles that uh, a young entrepreneur can apply to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So are you saying like like kind of the processes I went through, you want like the principles I used? Like the three principles, yeah, principles. Like kind of like some strategy steps, like the foundational strategy steps on what they can maybe implement now into their business. Like one of the things that I found, and I'm going to just share this with you, is application processes for people to come into my mastermind. Right, it's more exclusive. People are like, oh, you have to apply for it. Like you, you get higher quality people that want to come in and I get to actually really pre-qualify and work them out instead of just going, buy my course, buy my course, and then 
you know, it's, it's like everyone's doing that, right? So that was one of the things I was like, wow, that really elevated everything in my business. So maybe like a few things like that that you found in the process. It might be like mm-hmm. picking up the phone and actually making sales calls instead of just trying to promote on Facebook. Like three, yeah. three I guess, uh, law of attraction uh, principles that you can share for young entrepreneurs to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, there's multiple things that, you know, I've done wrong. That's the first thing I'll say. Like I've, I've done stuff where I waste an entire day of my time because it was like the wrong thing to either sell this that so like I've done a bunch of things wrong but I think you know some of the at least the 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 practical stuff um, that has like worked for my business is obviously like a webinar like I, I love doing webinars like that but that's kind of just for the like the speakers and stuff like that but literally like webinars have been such a big thing for me getting into the funnel then watching a webinar giving so much value and then selling to them at the end you know that's been really huge um, I think a really, really big thing uh, for me as far as making the hundred thousand uh, dollars, you know, hundred thousand dollars, is probably selling something at a high ticket. Yeah. You know, because we, um, whenever we started off, we were selling stuff for like, you know, we had a twenty dollar a month product, and then that was kind of like it. Like that was all we we're doing. So we were like, okay, we have to get like, uh, you know, ten thousand people in this to be breaking even and making a hundred thousand dollars, right, a month. Yeah. Yeah. And that was great, and we'll you know eventually we'll we'll reach that. But then we started selling stuff for like ten thousand dollars and stuff of that nature. I think that's been really big. And what one thing that I could pretty much recommend for almost every business now there's there's definitely exceptions, but pretty much every business out there could double their prices right now, yeah. and that would like double their profits, right? So <laughs> I mean, people like they're just like, oh, that's too much. Like price is a myth. If you provide enough value, it's like Grant Cardone says, right? Yeah. Grant says. You know, if you can be the highest price and then still be the lowest price at the same time, because you can be such a high price, but you provide so much value that they can't afford to go to anyone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, I, I love that principle and that's, that's been something really big. Um, and then, you know, it's and a mindset thing too. You like, you actually, it elevates your belief when you start seeing people going, oh yeah, I believe it's worth that much. You, and they buy into it and they go, cool, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And you know, you bring the value. You also increase your own self belief. Cause you're like, yeah, I am worth that. Mm-hmm. Cause so many people Definitely. are discounting themselves, devaluing themselves every day. hundred percent. Yeah. I love it. And the third point, man, what's the third point there? Yeah, I man, as far as the third point, I was basically just going to say, you know, obviously social media has been a really big thing for me, providing a lot of value and then sending them through like a funnel. Um, so the third point is really like sign up for ClickFunnels. And I, I'm obviously saying this because I'm really good friends with Russell Brunson who owns ClickFunnels. And, uh, you know, but seriously, like since doing ClickFunnels, like there's been moments where we made $40,000 in an hour from the teachings and from the actual like ClickFunnels itself. So just go to ClickFunnels.com and, uh, and check that out. But that's been such a big thing is setting up lead pages and stuff like that. And I know you have your entire team. Who, uh, who do that, so. Yeah, yeah, they do the nerdy stuff. The nerdy stuff, right? The stuff that matters. <laughs> we're the creatives, we're the creatives. Yeah. We like to express and share the exactly. message and the story and, and, and put attention into inspiring others and, and creating breakthroughs. And sometimes you can't do it all, right? Mm-hmm. We're not Superman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Super, super girl, if you're, if you're a female. Super girl. <laughs> yeah, so uh, awesome stuff. I mean, man. a lot of people, that's, like, that's a huge problem with young entrepreneurs is they try to do everything. The, I'm a solopreneur. It's the dumbest term out there. Like dumbest. the dumbest. Yeah. You're a solopreneur. Are you kidding me? You're, there's no such thing as a solopreneur. You need to have a team and people around you. You know, even Kevin Harrington, who's one of my mentors and business partners, you know, from, the Shark, from Shark Tank, which is America. Um, he literally, his number one piece of advice to me was develop a team. Yep. And since I've started developing a team, that's when it really broke through. Yep, yep, same here. Same here, <laughs> I can back that one up for sure. Kevin's a great guy too, man, I love Kevin. Oh, he is, awesome. I know. Didn't, have you done an interview with him yet? Uh, yes, I have, and uh, we talked about a few different business uh, 
uh, opportunities, and, awesome. and he's just—he's a great guy, man. Oh, he's—he's he's absolutely amazing. He's—he's he's all in, and he's—he's—he uh, he's lives six guy. minutes from me, so we hang out all the time. But yeah, he's—he's awesome. he's absolutely the best. Yeah, great guy, great guy. So check out that podcast as well. If you're listening to this, we've got Kevin Harrington on. He talks about investing money. Uh, uh, and also building businesses, multi-million dollar businesses and how to sell them too. So yeah, he's a top bloke. So so <laughs> Caleb, how can they find you? Uh, you know, you know, I think uh, all across social media, I'm just Caleb Maddox. That's all you have to, uh, to kind of do. But the number one place to follow me right now is probably Snapchat, which is at Caleb Maddox 13. So C-A-L-E-B-M-A-D-D-I-X 13. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Caleb, I'm going to ask you one last question. I ask everybody at the end of the podcast. You, if you've been listening to the podcast, so you probably know what that question is. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? like I would, parting advice. I, yeah, by the way, I love that question. You get the best answers from people too. It's yes. cool. So I think what I would say is this, plain and simple. Physical, financial, relational, and spiritual. Every single day, wake up. Look at those four words. Look at those four areas of your life and strive to progress in those areas. Even if technically you didn't have a successful and productive day, did you progress one bit in those areas? Did you hit the gym for physical? Did you, you know, make money? Did you do this? Did you do that? I would physical, financial, relational, and spiritual. Marry yourself to that.